0: Welcome back to this episode of pure outdoors podcast i'm your host scott wilcott joined with parish elliott today we're going to kind of recap our hunting seasons from 2021 parish you guys have had a busy season you've been at it a long time tell us how you got started this year where and when
1: yeah we've covered covered a lot of miles this year uh you know deer season when it started out we, we couldn't get away because we were so busy but once we did get away we went up to uh Media, Illinois, and started out there with uh, our good friend Travis Biggers, of Bigger Bucks Outfitters, and uh, we—it uh, was probably the fastest deer hunt I think I ever been on, during with a bow. Uh, I didn't get the i wasn't the first one up to the bat. I was going to be filming Chris and um, right, and the first afternoon we went. You know, we're set up right on a four hundred acre cornfield mm-hmm. and uh nothing happened but the next morning we knew it was gonna be different We had a big front coming in and i'm sitting here filming you know trying to get you know get the morning started the break of the sky and everything and you can hear the deer coming through the corn running i'm like wow this is pretty loud and when we saw the deer and i'm trying to find them in the viewfinder telling christy shoot 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 finally we he, he shot and and when, once we heard the deer crash about 80 yards out and i went back and looked i'm like wow that is the fastest hunt i think i've ever done Darren both in nine minutes and you know, we he didn't have everything ready all the way anyway right. you know uh, but it was uh it was it was pretty wild 15 steps he shot a 140 inch nine nine-pointer, and uh we had uh, a phone call come in that day where you know our other our parent company was down men uh for the covid protocol so we we had to leave that night and i was supposed to be hunting right and so i was uh aggravated in the deer we've been looking for me to, uh that i've been watching on our cell cameras up there uh he come by our stand like at ten ten 10 yards the next morning 8 23 and i'm uh. like oh i was just sick to my stomach but you know chris's hunt um you know we we figured figured the deer about 250 pounds going it took three grown men just to lift it up you know a couple feet but we we were starting to see a little bit of the rut action and that was about the last week of october You know, Mm -hmm. that's our favorite time to hunt and um we were uh starting to see some sign we knew we were getting close so when we left we had to go back to oklahoma for a few days and right and uh so when we got done there I was on my way back to Illinois and uh, we got up there and spent, uh, I think, four or five days.
0: Now, you mentioned cell phone cameras. You know, we've seen quite a a shift in technology with cell phone cameras and being able to do long range scouting and, and, you know, really stay in touch with your hunting area from anywhere in America. Tell me a little bit about how you incorporated that into your Illinois hunting, your Tennessee hunting, your Arkansas hunting. I mean, you're all over the world.
1: Yeah, we uh, we've got. So, I got so many cameras and so many different brands, you know. And you know, the cell phone cameras, you know, I, I had to go get. I got everybody to see which one would hold up to what we're doing, and uh, and we we found the right camera. I mean, right camera, but it it helps us out because you know we're, our base is in Arkansas, where our warehouse is. You know, we got cameras up in Illinois, Missouri you know, Tennessee, uh, you know, of course in Arkansas. So we're able to watch, you know, when we're in our stand in Illinois this year, we was watching our other places too. Mm -hmm. So we kind of get, when the Brett was starting to work, get a little closer, you start to see the activity. And uh, you know, our place in Arkansas, I think we've got seven cell cameras running right now, Mm -hmm. even though the gun season's coming to an end there, so. Uh, but we're constantly watching. Right now, I'm already looking for deer next year, to see what deer has made it. And it, it's that cell phone camera is a big help for us, yeah. but also you can hate it at the most time. You're in one stand and big boys at your other stand and you're yeah. like, oh, I knew she would've hunted that one this morning.
0: Had that happen to me this year, but you know what it does for me more than anything is it gives me an inventory of what deer are on the property and lets me come up with a management plan before I ever see them in person, right? And you know that that keeps me from making mistakes.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's a, there's a lot of pros and uh, some cons in there. I, I like it just for a simple fact. If you know if I'm out of state, you know, where to show or something, I could just say, okay, man, uh, Big John's made it through the next year. You know, right? So I'm already seeing what he's doing now. So, uh, but. Our season, I mean, it was up and down, up and down, up and down. You know, we get, uh, you know, uh, but we were back up in Illinois. We we were seeing deer, and uh, so we moved our stand by eighty yards. You know, I, I love hunt woods. I hate hunt agent fields. It's just I'm not that person. And once we got in the woods, that's when we the action was uh, get going. I mean, or my cameraman said, "Hey, I got two bucks fighting below him and so once i found him i'm like man it's all right were two two-year-olds and and we were hearing something walking down the ridge and i'm like that's too big to be a small deer right and once he oh, hit the opening it was the deer we called thor and i immediately started grunting at him with our you know new reaper we came out with right and he stopped turned back toward us and started coming and then once i seen what was coming i my nerves got the best of me, but I, I was calm. And I was just like, I hope I could draw my bow back on this thing. And once I figured out which side of the tree was coming, and I'm kind of like trying to look up to see where the cameraman's the camera's pointed, to right. so I know where he's at, where he's at. And once I saw him, I went ahead and drew my bow back. And I'm like, bow's back. Oh, it's on yeah. now. And he he was so large of a deer, and I just did not want to take the shot. You know, through these little pockets, and I'm uh-huh. like, 'Cause the last thing I want to do was wound uh, that caliber of deer, and there was a 16 uh, year old kid ended up shooting him uh, about seven, eight hundred yards from where he was at with me, and then he uh, scored 183 inches, perfect wow. pin. And so I was like, Well, if you'll
0: remember, is- you called me right after the missed opportunity, and you not taking the shot, and you pretty tore up, and I told you, Parrish, you'll regret not taking the shot for a short period of time, but you'll never forget taking a poor shot.
1: Oh yeah, it'll haunt
0: you for the rest of your
1: life. Yeah, I so, you remember the conversation. I'm like, I know how to shoot my bow, yep, and shots don't bother me. But that, I just it was,
0: Well, I think you made the right choice. Oh yeah,
1: it's just I'm, I'm glad the kid got it. That was that mm-hmm. was uh, just that was pretty neat just to see the kid shoot him at that, that big of a caliber of a deer.
0: So you guys have chased the rut from Illinois all the way down to Tennessee and over into Arkansas.
1: Yeah, it was uh, the Tennessee rut. To me, it didn't hit like it normally did in that that one time frame. Kind of trickled. And, uh, you know, from reports I'm getting now, like in parts of West Tennessee, they're seeing the rut going Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, Arkansas, we got to see it a little bit. Yeah. And it it was pretty good from what I saw. You know, of course, our – we got some hogs on our place down there and, you know, trying to get kill them out too. But uh, but we saw the rut little good in Arkansas, Tennessee, which is very spotty. Yeah. I mean, I had some good deer on camera, but just really did not see what I wanted to see on, on and, the chase. And for you and
0: I, you know, once the rut kind of tails off, you know, you've got rifle season going on, but really that's, that's the beginning of the end of deer season for yeah. us. You know, we're focused on the ducks. Yeah, we're already starting to focus on that other bird that yeah. is down the road.
1: Yeah, that you know uh, uh, we worked, we we were talking about ducks the other day, and we went and checked out our duck hole in Arkansas. There ain't no water. Yeah, the Black River is so down, and that's what floods us at the Black. And right. I mean, it. there's just. I don't think. I think duck season's a wash for us this year, unless a miracle happens over the next two weeks.
0: Well, I've heard that uh, from numerous sources in Arkansas and in Tennessee that the lack of water is the biggest limiting factor with duck hunting right now. Right. You can't control the water. You can't control the weather. Well, Parrish, as we transition out of these winter activities, now we're starting to focus on the spring.
1: Oh, yeah. Now you're talking my language. What does that mean for you? That means uh, doing nothing but turkey hunting and trying to build some of the best turkey calls on the market.
0: Well. I've already started my progress as far as scouting, learning the land, looking for new opportunities to hunt.
1: What do you do this time of year? Uh, well, I've been you know watching birds and everything and just kind of seeing what we've got going. Of course, I've got some brand new land we just popped up on us. So you need you get over and scout it out. Uh, they say there's a lot of birds on there. Mm-hmm. And I really can't wait to find out how many birds on there. So, but right now, just kind of like, watching things and, you know, of course doing that while we're deer hunting anyway, so. Right, right. So, but uh, I just waiting on that glorious morning for him to be fired up on a roost. The first, the first gobble of the season. Oh yeah, so it just, uh, it kind of, kind of makes me melt when I hear that.
0: Well, it's a season that I look forward to. It takes me back to my roots of hunting, Uh going my grandfather in Columbus, Mississippi and, you know, just. It gives me chill bumps when I start thinking about it and that's where I really cut my teeth on
1: hunting I think about a lot of the times growing up doing it to where like wow they didn't have this the opportunity the products we've got today oh no you know the guns ammo the the, uh calls and how how they did it compared to us you know to me I think we got it easier than what they did
0: plus they didn't have a lot of
1: turkeys back then
0: no there was, there was no turkeys back then to, uh, to amount to anything. If you heard a turkey gobble, that was considered a successful hunt. So, well, we've got that to look forward to. I want to thank everybody for joining us on our Pure Outdoors podcast. We look forward to having you back next time. Please come join us.